Welcome to the Yoga Teacher Business Foundation course, designed to help teachers finally nail their niche, grow their confidence and their business savvy, and generate a consistent income of £2,000 sterling or more a month teaching part-time. If you found filling your classes and growing your community frustrating, you're in the right place. These podcasts are deliberately designed as bite-sized nuggets of information to help you move from struggle and frustration to a career which is not only emotionally rewarding, but financially too. Do you ever feel, as you're trying to build a business as a yoga teacher, that you're taking two steps forward and one step back? In a recent coach call, With the teachers that are on my mentor program at the moment, one of them expressed how she was struggling a bit. There were two elements to her struggle that I could see. The first was really how she was struggling to find her own voice as a teacher so that she feels more comfortable promoting what she does in a way that regularly attracts inquiries and new students to her. And the second struggle was dealing with what I call comparisonitis, a feeling that other teachers on the program are further ahead than she is, and that feeling was making her feel deflated. It was almost sapping her confidence. So the first thing she needed to know was that feeling like that was absolutely normal. In my experience, one of the biggest hurdles that I hear most yoga teachers talk about is finding their own voice, That feeling of imposter syndrome or they're just not as good as other teachers. The truth is that getting comfortable in our own skin, releasing the story in our head that we ought to try and be like the teachers who taught us on our yoga teacher training can be challenging. Getting comfortable in our own skin is sometimes an uncomfortable experience. Even finding our own voice, our own style, Our own approach to how we teach can be a bit of a winding journey. And then having the confidence to stand from that place of authenticity without fear of judgment from others takes courage. And to be honest, I do sometimes find some of the wider yoga community a little more judgmental or dogmatic than feels in alignment with the tolerance and acceptance of diversity that yogic philosophy might espouse. But that's another topic for another podcast. Don't get me going on that one right now. Back to my student on the mentoring program. The first thing that she needed to know was that her gremlin fears were totally normal. The second thing that any teacher working with me learns to expect right from the very beginning is how part of the process of growing a successful, thriving business means we inevitably have to deal with what I affectionately call the gremlins. Those wee beasties are always lurking at the back of our heads, waiting to pounce the minute we make them feel uncomfortable. Because the bottom line is, our gremlins do not like change. They hate to feel uncomfortable, threatened, unsure, inadequate, awkward or nervous, or any other negative emotion, to be honest. They'll do anything to ensure we keep them safe. They just want to stay in their comfort zone. The trouble is, personal growth of any kind, 
requires stepping out of that comfort zone and learning new things. Just think back to learning to drive. Do you know how to drive a car? Did you expect to go through a range of emotions from excitement at the thought of being able to drive and the dream of the freedom that having wheels of your own could give you to beating yourself up because how the heck are you supposed to check your mirrors, remember when to change gear, indicate, navigate roundabouts, traffic lights, three-point turns, hill starts, while some impatient driver behind you is beeping his horn because you're holding him back at a junction. I bet if you drive, the gremlins appeared at some point in that process, maybe more than once. You see, building a business has a few things to learn too. It takes time. It's a process, a skill, but it's learnable. Some of the early work can feel challenging because it's finding out who you are, what I call your authentic voice. Some teachers find it quickly. They're in a sense of who they are and how they want to show up as a teacher already has a sense of shape that just needs a little bit of nurturing. For others, it might take a little more digging and time, but it's worth it. To take that analogy of learning to drive again, often the hardest bit is that coordinating the hands, eyes and feet, getting to the point where that inner coordination between the body and the mind means that eventually you can automatically do the gear changes. You know which foot needs to do what and how to navigate different environments. Getting to that point where you can do all of that and talk to someone at the same time, listen to music, or even to this podcast, has taken you time. Maybe you failed your first test. I know I did. But did you keep on going? Why? Because the prize was worth it. What you did was you pushed past the gremlins. So let me ask you, how many other times have you done that in your life? I bet it's more than once. Which means you've already met those gremlins, and you've defeated them on more than one occasion. So if you ever feel like this teacher did, comparing yourself to others, feeling you're falling short, struggling to find your style and your approach as a teacher, when those gremlins hit as you try to fathom how to build a yoga business, just know that you've met those gremlins before, that you can quieten them down, and accept that you'll never shake them off completely if you continue to push out of your comfort zone. Know that you actually have more resilience in you than you might first imagine. Because moving into confidence as a yoga teacher is no different a process than moving into being a competent driver. It's a process. It takes some simple steps. It's like baking a cake an analogy that I've talked about on another podcast, so check that one out. You know, what was so lovely to see in that coach call was how another teacher on that call, who is further ahead, encouraged the one who lacked confidence to just trust the process, because it works. My message to anyone listening to this podcast who dreams of being able to teach and make a living from it just know it can be done, but it will take you out of your comfort zone. There will be gremlins. There will 
be times when life gets in the way or you feel like you're taking two steps forward and one step back, just like this teacher did. But as I said to her on that coach call, two steps forward and one step back is still one step forward. The only teachers who don't make that dream of building the business that helps them to thrive as a yoga teacher are the ones who miss the progress they are making and give up and let the gremlins win. So the message here is building a yoga business is a process. It requires skills you probably never learned in your yoga teacher training. And unless you've studied business or marketing as part of your career trajectory, you probably don't fully understand right now. But the truth is, your dream is within reach, but only if you are willing to quieten the gremlins, learn the process, and know that as long as you put one foot in front of the other and keep taking those steps, you will reach your destination. That's all that matters. That and having like-minded people and a coach who believes in you can help too. So if this resonates for you, if you deal with the gremlins or feel you're going round in circles trying to fathom how to make teaching yoga a rewarding and sustainable career, then I still at the time of, of this podcast, have spaces on the beta program for the pathway to profit as a yoga teacher, how to thrive as a part-time teacher, teaching students in midlife and later years. I help teachers understand how to generate between two and £4,000 sterling a month on a sustainable basis, teaching just part-time, working with students in midlife and later years. It's a very rewarding niche. So if getting 12 weeks of support, mentoring and coaching to help you build such a lifestyle appeals to you, at the time of this podcast, enrolment is still open for this program, taking 20 intrepid teachers and working with them to build a thriving part-time business, teaching students in midlife and later years. If you'd like to know more about how this might help you, contact me direct at shona at fastmail.com. No pressure, just information to help you see if this might be something that would help you get out of the gremlin talk and build something more sustainable and financially and emotionally rewarding. Namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope you find these tips helpful. With over a decade of experience and into my 70s now, I'd like to think that I can help other yoga teachers find a rewarding career teaching yoga. I run a foundation training course in business skills for yoga teachers designed specifically to give them a solid base and business savvy upon which they can build and scale up if they choose. If you're interested in learning more, drop me a line at shona at fastmail.com. Meanwhile, do subscribe to the podcast. Let me know if you have any feedback or topics you'd like to listen to. And go out there and bring your yoga to the students that you were meant to serve. Namaste. Namaste.